2: We're going to be going out again in this show to our interviews that we did last week at the Expo, the big business Expo of the U.S. Christian Chamber. Here we go. Here at the Expo, getting to see folks that I've uh, never met face-to-face before. The next gentleman that's on the program, you were actually with me on the air, but it was over the phone. And that was during Hurricane Ian. I mean, it was knocking on our front door when you and I talked. Howard Partridge, welcome to the program. I'm so excited to be here. It's fun
3: here at this expo. You know, you're from the Houston area, right? Well, originally I'm from L.A., Uh lower Alabama.
2: But, I mean, that's where you're living now, I live (laughs) lower (laughs)
3: Alabama. (laughs) Yeah, I live there (laughs) primarily in Houston. Then we have a home in Destin, Florida, which is... Where I was when I talked to you last, yeah. but Primarily in Houston. So when I'm traveling for business and all of that, I'm uh, in Houston. It's easier to get in and out of there. So
2: now I know that you travel around doing kind of what you've done today. You're mm-hmm. an author. Yep. You've written this new book, and uh, you were so kind to send it to me. Really looking forward to reading it. But it's called the Monday Morning Christian, and it's uh, it's basically a, a, a mission for you to kind of help people in their walk with the Lord, and kind of deal with their life, not just relegating Christianity to something that's on a Sunday morning.
3: Right, so I write a lot of books, I do a lot of coaching and training with small business owners, and my publisher uh, in a routine email exchange one day said, hey, I've always wanted one of our business authors to write a book called The Monday Morning Christian to live out your faith and business and I feel like you would be the perfect person to do it well obviously I was humbled I was honored and I love the church I love to to share Christ I want to encourage believers and strengthen believers so I was in right away and as I was working with it I thought to myself I need to change the subtitle so I changed the subtitle to how living out your faith in business leads to phenomenal success. Because we can do life and do business in our own strength or we can do it God's way. Mm -hmm. God's way is always the best way. So the book is all about uh, how to uh, walk in faith as you are building your business and how doing so uh, leads to phenomenal success.
2: You know, uh, a generation ago, many people who were in business and who were believers kind of uh, had that struggle of thinking that those two things are mutually exclusive and they really are not god's called us to live out our faith and we know that in the bible a lot of the uh, people in the bible these great characters in the old testament were extremely wealthy they had obeyed the lord it wasn't their god their wealth wasn't but <laughs> there is a way and this way this side of prosperity doctrine teaching uh there's there's a way to be successful in life like you said to have phenomenal success in life
3: right so i think the the challenge is is that even today people separate the activity of god and the activity of business because We've, whether it's consciously or unconsciously, we've accepted this idea that there's a separation between church and state. And, and, you know, not to get into the political and not to get too deep into that, the idea of that statement that came from Thomas Jefferson was to protect uh, protect the church from the state, not the other way around. Yeah, right. So now we have an opposite. And so it's just natural for people to say, well, you know, I think believers, strong believers, they want to demonstrate their faith at work, but they don't really know how. And the the techniques and the way that they're trying to do it many times falls short because it comes off as religious rather than relational. Mm -hmm. And in my mind, Christianity, I love the Word of God. I I love the church. I love, uh, you know, everything about it. But when I first came to know the Lord, I was more religious than relational, and God is relational, and Christianity is not a religion about God, it's a relationship with God. That's well said. Yeah, and so the idea behind this book is how to not only share Christ naturally with other people, but powerfully, uh, but also how to strengthen yourself and your team uh if you are a believer
1: Mm -hmm. and
3: how to you know be built up in the lord and and really strengthen your faith because there's really only two ways to walk is by the spirit by the flesh and as the as scripture says walk by the spirit you won't carry out the desires of the flesh and doing business god's way uh is keeps us from making a lot of the mistakes that ordinarily we would make, that I made. I mean, mm-hmm. I was not uh, a good leader, I was a boss, and I got myself in a lot of debt. Uh, and then I began to understand that we can get so many insights, like you said, from the Old Testament through Proverbs. I mean, Proverbs is a, uh, is a, there's a, a master class in business in Proverbs. And in fact, I know a guy who was a technician at a uh, he was a, uh, a cable man. He was technician with a satellite company. Mm-hmm. And through studying Proverbs and applying Proverbs to his life, he became the owner of that company and owns uh, satellite companies in two different states. And he has his own private jed and the whole nine yards because he applied those principles and so uh, the idea is is that uh, on one hand uh, Christians who are what I call a Sunday morning Christian they they look good smell good sound good on Sunday morning but you can't really tell the difference on Monday and uh, there's also the the weak Christian that doesn't know who they are in Christ they don't know how to walk by the spirit they don't understand their salvation and they're just banking on eternal life and they're giving up the abundant life mm-hmm. here on earth yeah. and uh and so many times they're in debt they're broken in debt when they don't have to be i uh, love the fact that dave ramsey likes to help people get out of debt and debt is not only dumb as uh as uh, if you can avoid it uh as dave ramsey says but it's also destructive
2: very destructive we talked about that last time when when you interviewed Mm -hmm. me yeah yeah and i know that you got yourself out of that hole and that is a a tough one because a lot of people they get in that dead hole and sadly they never get out
3: yeah well so this is one of the things that i love about business is that you can start a part-time business you can do something on the side where you can make extra money there's things that you can do to save money too i mean hey, if it, if it requires you uh, doing deliveries, delivering pizza and uh, lowering your expenses by eating beans out of a can, as some people uh, have done with Dave Ramsey, listen, it's worth it. Mm-hmm. In fact, as uh, Dave likes to say, uh, if you'll live for just a little while like no one else will, you can live the rest of your life like no one else can.
2: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and he has proven that to be the case. That's right. Uh, you know, our, our culture is built right now, and sadly our nation is getting itself deeper and deeper into its debt. The national debt right now is just
3: astronomical, and it's, uh, it looks like it's going to get worse before it gets better. It reminds me of The Truman Show, uh, that television show, The Truman Show. How will it it all end? (laughs) Yeah, right. That's a great
2: question. And speaking of that, Howard, from a business standpoint, what are you seeing uh, shape up as we're now less than a month away or so from the midterm elections? What are your? I know that a lot of people are hoping for uh, a halting of some of this progressive left movement yep. that has a negative impact on business.
3: Mm-hmm. What are what are you seeing uh, at this stage? Well, the hope that I have, I was. I'm not uh, highly political. I'm aware of what's happening, and I do what I can to uh, obviously vote and all of that. I. I've recently been interacting with people who are uh, more involved in uh, politics. And so the first thing is to get out there and vote and vote for the right issues and uh, take the responsibility. But I happened to be watching a show the other night and uh, Mike Huckabee was uh, one of the guests and they were talking about the polls. And he said, I don't believe the polls. And the reason I don't believe the polls is because people who are conservative, they don't participate in polls anymore because they don't trust whoever, they don't trust putting their information out there, right? Because they don't know if the FBI is going to show up at their door tomorrow. And I'm like that. I'm not out there voicing my opinion when it's unnecessary. Obviously, you're asking me a question about it right now, so I'm sharing it with you. But uh, I'm not out there looking for a fight. So my hope is that when the midterm elections come that we will be that Mike Huckabee will be right and there'll be all these people who didn't participate in the polls who actually show up at the polls. Yeah, and, I think a lot yeah. of
2: people are are afraid like yeah. you said. Fear yeah. is actually being tapped into kind of quiet this whole group down, those that believe in God or those that are conservative in their approach. And so they're doing everything, the progressive left, doing everything they can to kind of keep that fear, to shut us down. And if you say something, you might be canceled from social
3: media or whatever. It's a crazy world right now. That's their job. And, uh, you know, I hate to say it, but they're, they're it, well, let me not go there. But, <laughs> But that's their job, and yeah, that's I don't want to draw you into
2: an area where you yeah, don't want to be, Yeah, un- that's
3: unfortunately man. how it is. I had dinner with a guy not too long ago. Uh, my wife and I had dinner with this couple, and he has been involved in uh, the in political think tanks for forty years. And he said, you know, it used to be that when there's an event in D.C., for example, and there's you know, people from both sides of the aisle there that are sitting at the same table. They would use that opportunity to hash out issues and come to some sort of resolution. He said today what happens is every single one of them are managing their social media sound bites because someone just attacked them, so I gotta attack back, I gotta you know, so it's just a, it's an attack fest yeah. and we're just not going to get anywhere that way.
2: You take this, I'll give you that. And that's the way it's going in, yeah. in a lot of circles. I mean, it's listen, really
3: life, life is negotiating and but they don't do that anymore. I got to put you down. I got to I got to say um, everything negative about you. And you're going to do the same to me. And whoever wins the fight, that's who gets elected.
2: We're two and a half months away from closing this year out. Hard to believe. What's 2023 looking like for you?
3: You know, the interesting thing is is that um, one of the things I do and that I teach my coaching clients to do is use uh, the Ziegler Planner. He uh, has a, a planner where you plan out your year and you you uh, track your progress on your goals and all that. And I've used that planner since 2013. And I have all of my planners where I can go back to any day, uh, any week in the year, you know, in the past, you know, since then, and see. Nine years now. And see what, uh, okay, I got books coming that I got to (laughs) sign. Thank you. Honey, we're on the radio right now. Yeah, that's right. That's great. Howard's wife (laughs) wife has just walked up. She was in radio for over 30 years, so. Anyway, yeah. we're recording, honey, so <laughs> I will sign those books, yes. Okay. <laughs> I love this. A little do bit Do you want of to reality. talk to my wife? Actually, there's a, a marriage coaching uh, oh company goodness. over here wants to interview us. Anyway, so we've been married 38 years. Yes, I'll sign those for you. <laughs> anyway, uh, so um, I'm so blessed to have had so many dreams come true that I'm having a little bit of trouble filling out that first part of the the planner, which is the dream, Mm. because I'm living my dream.
2: That's a beautiful thing. And I think, don't don't you think this is true, Howard? More people might be in that same boat. They just don't realize it enough. They're not stopping to realize the blessings that God has given them. I mean, we are still,
3: with all the things that we're facing, we're yeah. one of the most blessed spots on this entire face of the earth. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. I mean, eight eight hundred 880 million people, last time I checked on planet Earth, don't have access to clean drinking water. And we're worried about, you know, did I pick up the right glass, you know, that, or is this somebody else's glass? I don't want to get their germs. Yeah, right. Or, or this is my favorite kind of bottled water or soda or whatever. You know, Mr. Ziegler said that uh, out of all the attitudes one can acquire, uh, by far the attitude of gratitude is the most powerful and the most life-changing. And I think that that's uh, in in a lot of ways that's spiritual. You know, if we're grateful for what God has given us. In fact, Zig said you the more you're grateful for, the more you'll have to be grateful for. The more uh, you're grateful, the more you'll have great, you, Yeah. the more gratitude you have, the more you'll be grateful for. Anyway, uh, the more you'll have to be grateful for. Anyway, so the point is, is that we are blessed. I would like to encourage the listener, however, to, as I think about my life when I've messed up and had problems, it's usually been, you know, me that messed up. God was always there. Even when I messed up, you know, he helped me. If I got myself into debt, he got me, helped me get out of debt. But we need godly wisdom and my charge to Christians is there's no reason for you to be broken in debt. Mm-hmm. I I'm agree. An, I'm yeah. an entrepreneur, I'm a business owner. There's always things that you can do to make extra money, to provide a service to somebody, learn a skill, and um, live below your means.
2: I had an interview just a couple of days ago with a lady who got herself into that situation of heavy debt, and she got out of it by getting a part-time job on the weekend, and then a third job that she would work ever so often, and she threw all those extra monies into that, paying that debt yeah, off, right, and she climbed right. out. Right, great. That's awesome. Yeah. And and that's what we need to do.
3: Yeah, yeah. And uh, if it's a part-time business, then you can make more than just an hourly wage, if you will. But mm-hmm. you got to start from somewhere.
2: Well, listen. It's been great to have you back on. I'm so grateful. We don't have a hurricane breathing down my neck Amen. this time. Yeah. that was kind of crazy. I know yeah. you you were getting ready to leave the Panhandle and head back to Texas, as I recall. But uh,
3: yes unfortunately uh well for us maybe not for someone else you know that's such a hard thing right you don't want it to oh, hit yeah. you but you don't want to hit anybody it, else it's the guilt
2: of all who live in florida who are yeah. grateful when it doesn't come your way right, but right. we had a lot more people affected in central florida yep. than uh would have initially been uh, anticipated but yeah. it it uh, certainly did its damage no doubt
3: yeah yeah so we were it didn't come near us so we were good. we were planning on leaving anyway so it was just just good timing well howard partridge thank you give us your web address well so for this particular work go to the com, and that book will show you how to live out your how living out your faith in business leads to phenomenal success if you're a business owner and you want to stop being a slave to your business and scale your business then go to howardpartridge.com and download my free book called The Five Secrets of a Phenomenal Business.
2: Howard Partridge, my guest this segment. Thank you so much, Howard. And we'll be back in a moment. This is Afternoons with Mike. Palm Beach Atlantic University, Orlando, offers three distinct areas of study. An evening Master's of Science in Clinical Mental Health Counseling, their hair blinged out and and really uh, the reason for that is my next guest who is an entrepreneur she's actually been on my program before about a year plus ago Angie Sella welcome back to my program
4: thank you so much Mike it's It's, great
2: to have you on
4: it's great to be here
2: give me your first thoughts about this event
4: Uh, life-changing
2: Really, amazing! Okay. That's great. It, it is. It's grown. Now you were at the first
4: yep. expo. It's more than doubled. It's like tripled
2: oh, yeah. compared yeah. to last year. Yeah, and the place is completely different. Now your story. When I mentioned uh, at the offset of our uh, uh, at the onset of our interview, I should say, uh, this blinging thing that you do came, as I recall from your story, it was an idea that you were working at trying to. Uh, Make extra money as Mm -hmm. a single Mm -hmm. mom, as I Mm -hmm. recall. Mm -hmm. Do I have that right?
4: Yep. It came to me in a dream, and um, I'm a single mom, four kids, and I loved the idea of it after my dream and was very fired up to do it. And then I had another dream with God, and He said, I want you to make this product.
2: Now, the product actually attaches. Uh, basically rhinestone type jewels mm-hmm. uh, it, to the hair yes or I, I don't know if it can be put any other places but yeah. that's really what it that's aimed for and yeah. it gives you it's, yeah a it's spark- like a, yeah it's a sparkling
4: experience yes it's it's like a, a, yes. it's a, it's a, like a stamper or a, almost a stapler but it doesn't staple it to your hair it's got a, a safe medical tape that's safe for hair and skin and so you just squeeze it and it places a single crystal in your hair and then you move on down and place another one and it's a, it's a great tool, and it our motto uh, now is to brighten lives, and yeah. it fits. <laughs>
2: now, not every dream, I, I dream all the time, half the time <laughs> I can't remember my dreams. Yeah. I've never had a dream, though, that turned... Uh, into a, a financial success the way this yeah. one did for you.
4: Yeah, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. But, yeah. but thank so, God
2: it happened, huh? Yeah,
4: and I, you know, I'm i also thankful that, you know, it was very hard for four years. I was trying to make the prototype and went through several engineering firms. I
2: remember that.
4: And it wasn't until the fifth one who did it in 30 days. Um,
2: so third that, time wasn't a charm. No. It was the fifth time. It
4: was the fifth time. And yeah. I think that, uh, you know, when you, believe a lot uh, I, I have another story here but uh, I was a uh, Crystal Parker president of US Christian Chamber she told me last year how you were you were obedient your obedience to God and I remember thinking about the whole journey and how I never obedience wasn't what I would have called it I felt compelled like I, it was something I had to finish mm-hmm. and quitting was never even a question of it it was something I had to do. It was like, not not gonna happen. Right. And that's how I felt. And um, I'm jumping ahead, I'm sorry. This last year I launched the women's product. So the, this was really, for kids, was mainly the main part of the first part of the journey. Um, or getting a prototype was the first part of the journey and then we, we ended up launching with Toy and Toy did very well. And so I, this last year I felt God wanted me to launch the women's. And I've thought about quitting a thousand times and i told what was Crystal, it that made
2: you feel that way
4: well i had to hire employees this time mm. because i'm actually fulfilling the product with the women's i'm not licensing it i ended up licensing it the whole first part of the journey was just getting to the product Mm -hmm. getting the product made and
2: finding like you said a manufacturer that would work with you
4: yeah and then i well the engine yeah and I, i found a manufacturer actually fairly simple and that was one thing i wanted to share in my my book that i wrote about the beginning part of my journey was don't be afraid of that. Like I had, I, I had I had to go to China. I tried to manufacture in America. There's things we can discuss on another time about mm-hmm. that and the pl- the pros and minuses and um, not to be afraid of that. And I did it all through Skype and was able to work with that manufacturer and it was actually a very positive experience. Wonderful. Yeah, but this last mm-hmm. year, feeling like this is uh, having employees doing things that I, I, again, hadn't done before, which was the first journey. But this time not feeling like I had to do it the first time. This time I didn't feel like I had to do it. And maybe it's because, you know, I sold my home last time to build. the. In the end, I was out of money, so I had to sell our home to build the tool in China. And we rented a townhome home. Um, And that was something I got my kids to agree (laughs) that they were okay with me doing that. And uh, thankfully, again, it turned out. But now we're in our dream home, and I'm still working, and I'm still striving. And I was like, why am I, why? And this year, I said to Crystal Parker yesterday, I was obedient to God. Mm -hmm. Because I did want to quit. And I only stayed.
2: But it's worked out, and I know that from what I've heard from Crystal, this is really a successful business.
4: Yes. Well, it has worked out. I've uh, there's some. I'm I'm probably gonna have to write another story though, because there's been some interesting things that have occurred that I can't go into right now because they're contractual things. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's a there's definitely been some struggle this year that I wasn't expecting. And I think there's, you know, as we're, when we're on any journey, right, when we don't know what, we're necessarily where we're going. (laughs) Right. We have an idea, but you never know what's going to happen. And it takes a lot of trust and faith.
2: Now, obviously, I'm seeing the ladies walk around here with the (laughs) bling. So they're obviously into it. They like it. Uh, I know children had to be, uh, this had to be a big hit for the kids.
4: Kids love it. Um, 99% of the women love it. You know, (laughs) there's always one that's like, ah, not for me. That's fine. Um, Of course. Yeah. You know, not everybody has to love everything, right? That's Um, right. So, yeah, they love it. The kids, it, it really, I love to see their expression when they get it in their hair. And the reaction, and it's quick, so it's like and all of a sudden they've got all this, you know, yeah. these beautiful sparkles. The women's line are actual um, crystals, so multifaceted, precision-cut glass crystals. So there's a little more sparkle for the
2: yeah, right. You
4: know, as older ladies.
2: Oh, that's wonderful.
4: Yeah, we need it, right? <laughs>
2: so, what part of the country are you in?
4: Uh, we're in. Um, I'm in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. My, yeah, me and I have uh, four employees now. So that's pretty amazing. And we work very hard. We're all very hard workers. And uh, otherwise, we wouldn't be able to be doing what we're doing. (laughs) You're right.
2: Not a bad thing for you to come down to Florida, though, right? No,
4: not at all. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Not too many people feel that that's twisting their arm.
4: No, not at all. I'm like, why don't I live here? (laughs) That's it. (laughs) Every time I'm down here.
2: Yeah, it's beautiful.
4: Yeah, it is.
2: Well, it's great to have you stop by the table. I love your story. Thank you. When I heard it, it's inspirational. And I love the fact that it's obedient to God, because that's something, too, that people can extrapolate from you, is that the yeah. importance of yeah. obeying the Lord when yeah. He leads us to do something.
4: Yeah, just sticking with it is another way to do it, because I, I think some people, you know, I, I turn a little bit away from the word obedience. It feels like a punishment to me. Um, you know, probably something from my childhood, uh, but I I think when, when it's with God, it's... It, It's more of, I love him, and I know how much he loves me. So it feels much better when you're being obedient with him and you're aligned with him. Everything will turn out um, for your good. But it's on his timing. You just got to remember these things as you're going through it. (laughs) That's right. You have
2: to remember. (laughs) That's right. Angie Sella, thank you for dropping by.
4: Hi. Thank you so much.
2: One of the people that is taking part in the Chamber Expo uh, really has come a long way. Paul Gududu, why don't you tell us where you're from?
1: Yeah, well, as I've said, I'm Paul Gududu. I'm from eastern Uganda, and I live in Uganda.
2: You live in Uganda, and
1: you really came this way for this conference, right? Yes, I'm here uh, to attend this conference because I really wanted to be part of this and uh, uh, get to study, get to know, get to expose, get exposure of what this is all about. I believe it's a life transforming for the kingdom uh, business communities. You know, there's a, a truth
2: that's involved in this message about kingdom you know, really living our lives for the kingdom of God. And that does not mean just on a Sunday morning church service. Yes, sir. It's really how we live our lives all week long. And that's what you're all about. You lead the International Great Faith Ministry. Yes. Uh, what, tell us about that ministry.
1: Yeah, thank you so much. Before I tell you about that, I want to share a quick testimony. Absolutely. Um, I'm told that uh, my mom abandoned me when I was an infant, so I never got to know my mom. I never got to know where. I do not know exactly where I was born, under a tree, and a banana plantation, or in a hospital. I have no idea. I don't know the date. I don't know the month or the year. So I, I don't
2: even know your birthday. I
1: had to make up all of those. Probably today might be my my birthday too, but uh, uh some uh, I was picked up, taken up into a village. And what they say in Africa, it takes a village to raise a, a, a child. Uh, so basically, when you come to my village today, uh, my village does not call me by my name. They say our child. Anybody that addresses me at my age, my wife keeps saying at your age, you're still being called a child. But that's I was a village child. But more importantly, is when I was about 12, I was given the New Gideon Testament Bible. Mm-hmm. That was the first thing I ever owned and the first thing I was ever given. And out of that, after reading through the Gospels, I made a decision after reading through the Gospels to give my life to Christ. And so I was was a fish waiting to be fished or a fruit ready to be harvested. <laughs> as soon as there was an opportunity to yeah. be given an article, I gave my life to Christ. So I said that was thankful. Everyone, including yourself and everyone that might be on this program that give into such things without ever meeting the return on investment. Mm-hmm. I am those kind of people. Somebody gave maybe, I don't know whether it was $5 or whatever the amount to buy that new Gideon's. And yet out of that, my faith journey began from that.
2: It will really be interesting, will not, uh, to kind of get an idea uh, in heaven, just how many of those Bibles affected people's lives like yours?
1: Yeah, it, it it would be interesting. So, 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 and then out of that, so out of that, I out of my own story of being abandoned. Today, we do uh, we run an orphanage which is focused on taking in orphaned and vulnerable children. Mm-hmm. But on top of running that orphanage, we have 1,800, 1800 children that regularly come to worship at the orphanage every Sunday. For last Sunday, we had 1,100 kids that came to worship. And yet, it begins. It began with that kind of investment. Maybe it was a businessman that bought a few Bibles, sent them out, and here I am doing what we do because somebody was able to invest. A probably a business person investing into those kind of missions, and then out of that, we also now do. Uh, we also serve village church planting in villages. We have 600 pastors that I'm partnering with, that I'm encouraging, that I'm serving. As a result of all of this, so. Uh, I want to thank those people that give and invest in missions, pray, give and invest in missions, whether it's local, whether it's international. They make a big difference in the lives of people just like me. Mm. And so I'm so thankful for every one of you. Now I've been talking to a few people around here and everyone is pointing at you and saying, this guy is amazing. This guy is amazing. This guy is amazing. And I want to thank you For what you do and what your ministry does, because it makes a difference for people just like
2: me. I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. much. I'm just thankful to be here, my man, and to be a part of this, and to see people like yourself. Uh, I I think you take the prize as to who came the 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 farthest. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. (laughs) No doubt about it. Yes. Uh, In my mind, anyway, that does it. Uh, And you know the fact that. You're here to meet, you're here to learn. I would love to ask you the question, what do you think is the number one thing that you've heard at this conference that is gonna be something you will use when you return?
1: Oh wow, there is so much that I've had, I need to process that. But I think one of the things I just had like this afternoon was about kingdom connections. I think we as the church, we as the body of Christ, at this time and at this stage, need to come to that level where we start connecting as a kingdom. Mm -hmm. Regardless of our races, regardless of our nationalities, regardless of our skills, I believe that if all of us come together we will be able to win the world for Christ if we were able to connect as the kingdom. I think the kingdom is a bit segmented, Uh, so I mean this group is that over there, this group is there, so there has to be a move that brings us together. Uh, The pulpit and and the corporate come together people in the corporate world or in government coming together and working together. Uh, so kingdom connection, I believe it is an important part for us to be able, like one of my friends said, uh, says that, uh, you know, the time is running out. It's time for us to redeem the time for the days are able and it's, I believe it's through kingdom partnership. Mm-hmm. When we start working together as one family uh, of this kingdom, we'll be able to win the world for Christ.
2: How fun it is for me to get to talk to a partner yes. in the lord yes. who is from uganda yes. and i think that is that is one of the most amazing things about the kingdom of god because we come from different different areas yes. different nations mm-hmm.
1: no, no june no gentile no yeah. male
2: no female yeah the end of uh, the the tying umbrella over all of us yes. is the lord hallelujah and uh, that's the wonderful thing that we have mm. and the world can't understand that they don't appreciate it the way we do But I'm grateful for you, my man.
1: I am so grateful, I'm like again, I'm so grateful to have this kind of opportunity to share this moment with you. But again, like I said at the beginning, I'm so so thankful for people like you, for the church in this country, for investing and giving to missions. Because there are people just like me that Mm -hmm. may have never had the opportunity to hear the gospel if we didn't have people just like you and the people on this program giving and supporting missions because we have come to Christ, we are returns on investment because of people that give pray and support missions people that are kingdom-minded mm-hmm. that are saying well we will go beyond our backyard we will go beyond our community we will go beyond our nation we will go uh, in my own terms beyond ro- beyond roads and bridges we are so thankful for people just like you for what you do
2: well this is uh, a beautiful privilege to work together Paul give us your website
1: well uh, it's uh, it's my web- our website is uh, www g i g i d u d u dot org. That is my last, actually, it's my Gidu-Du. last name. Yes, gidudu org. Yes.
2: Yeah. That's dot o r g. E- yes, sir. And that will work, and they'll get in touch with you.
1: I am so thankful for the opportunity.
2: Yeah, this is great, Paul. Thank you for dropping by. Blessings.
1: Thank you for what you do.
2: Back in a moment with more interviews from the Christian Chamber here on Afternoons with Mike.
1: Turning
0: 65 or already on Medicare? Have you tried to compare Medicare supplement plans? Are you sick and tired of the awful TV commercials where washed-up football players confuse you even more? Speak with a licensed independent insurance agent today. Call 407-965-4166 now or visit Affordable One Insurance in Winter Park, Florida and discuss what is important for you. Be sure to ask us about dedicated senior medical centers.
2: Right now at the table with me is Kevin Anselmo. He's an author, written a new book, it's soon to come out, not yet released, and it's called Reframing Career Success. Welcome to my program. Mike, it is a pleasure, thank you so much. You know, we're at this conference together, you're walking around, I know, you know, uh, we don't use the word networking in the chamber often, but there is a lot of that, the reality is meeting people Uh, doing business with people, selling what it is that you're doing, uh, that is such an amazing opportunity to come to a place like this. And meet like-minded people. I know you're enjoying it.
0: Absolutely. And especially the last couple of years when we've been uh, banned to uh, doing Zoom conversations. Yeah. The opportunity to get out, say hello, shake hands. It, you know, it's just a totally different dynamic, right? Me speaking with you before we started this interview versus me perhaps sending you an email or perhaps yeah. trying to give you a call. Just completely different dynamic and so nice to have face-to-face interaction.
2: 2020 was horrible.
0: <laughs> it was just downright horrible. I mean, let's face it. Uh, what
2: was it that led you, Kevin, to write this book and to write this particular book? What was what happened in your life?
0: Yeah, thank you for asking. So I'm an entrepreneur. I uh, run my own marketing communications consulting company. And I would say, you know, I'm like many people out there who, you know, there's the stories we often hear of fame and fortune, the rags to riches, right? The people who have these uh, you know, big dreams, and maybe you know the dream didn 't happen, but then they pray and they ask God, you know, please give me the perseverance and guess what They overcome that mountain, they make it to the top that wasn 't me, and I know there's a lot of people like that there's a lot of people who work really hard, they run businesses They're, they have big aspirations, and you know sometimes they reach their aspirations and sometimes they don't. What does that mean? What, are, are you successful? depending on these different outcomes. And I I feel that a lot of the discourse in Christian business books and Christian leadership books misses the mark on Mm. on, on what career success entails. And I want to share some of my story, but more importantly, talk to other people, hear what other people had to say, talk to some different people who I respect from a theological point of view, and help people come away with an idea of what career success entails from a Christian perspective.
2: Now, when you use the word, and it's the beginning word of your title, reframing, Mm -hmm. that says a lot right there that we need to take what has happened to us and maybe perceive it differently.
0: So in my book, I use the metaphor of taking a picture. And so, Mike, if I asked you, you know, what does success look like for you? For you? If I asked, you know, dif- different people here at this event, what does success look like for you? Right. You're, I, I think, the and to be honest, the, if I asked myself this question a year ago, I would say the picture is fuzzy, right? As a Christian, out of focus. What, out of focus, right? And yeah. I use this metaphor, right? Like, we need to think about what does that picture actually look like? What are the what are the words that you would use to describe success for yourself? Right. So is it running a you know as a, as a host of a radio show? Is it having millions and millions of listeners? Is it impacting a small number? Right. Like, I, I think oftentimes we don't take the time out to think about what does career success entail. So let's sharpen that picture. And so what I you know basically there's four different steps. First is to zoom out and think about the environment. Right. Mm-hmm. And then what are things to avoid? You know we live in this world of career idealism. We put careers on such a pedestal that you know, we get our complete identity from our career. That's only going to be a, a disappointment and a letdown. When we make our careers our idols, we are going to be disappointed, right. inevitably. You know, you could, this is true whether you've accomplished your big goal. This is also true, you know, there's so many stories of people who retire from fame and fortune and then they don't know what's next and you know, you hear terrible stories about that. Yeah, so, right. Uh, that's the second part. Then thirdly, is like, let's zoom in. Let's zoom in on what our career success picture entails. So you start
2: off macro, then you go micro.
0: Correct. And then uh, you know, really like hone in on what and you know what career success entails for you, and then uh, you know how do we then fine tune that picture? And there's different things that I think we can do mm-hmm. to fine tune that picture of what career success entails, so it stays top of mind for us. And so I actually encourage people when they're going through my book to actually f- make a frame. And I, I you know I create a frame, make it visible. This is what career success entails for me from a Christian perspective. And when you have that frame that's visible, it can serve as a guide for decision making and and can anchor you.
2: I'm holding a copy of this book, the kind of early copy. Yeah. And it's coming out soon. Uh, What was the process like for you writing it getting all of those thoughts, as yeah. important as they are and meaningful as they are to you, what was it like putting them down on paper?
0: Uh, amazing. I would say, you know, I've been running my own communications consulting company. I lived in Europe and held some different communications roles for various organizations. I, frankly, I don't know what's going to happen with this book. I don't know if it's going to be read by tens, hundreds, thousands. I don't know if it's going to set me up for a pivot in my career when I'm where I'm talking about this book uh, as part of my business, as incorporating mm-hmm. it into my business. I don't know. What I will say, it's the most important piece of work I've done in my life. Wow, uh, for sure. Uh, and you know, I uh, interestingly, I was in Dubai, in United Arab Emirates, back in February. I had this book on my mind, and. I was there for a three-day event. Wow. That's a beautiful uh, area. It is. It's amazing. Uh, The last day before I was to leave, I had to take my COVID test before I came back to the States. And I came out to COVID positive. Uh-oh. Bravo. So I yeah. called my wife. I have two a wife and two small <laughs> children. And I told my wife, wonderful news for her. That's being sarcastic. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, Nicole, guess what? I cannot come home. I'm stuck in, quote, unquote, COVID jail. It wasn't really jail. But I had yeah, to stay right. in my hotel room yeah. for 10 days in total isolation. Oh, and my goodness. And during those 10 days... I used those. It was interesting. The first day, I was really depressed and I'm like, what am I doing here? What's this process? I'm calling all these government authorities. The, you know, the the, regula- the rules regarding COVID are very different in Florida to Dubai. And uh, I listened to a podcast and they said, you know, J.K. Rowling, when she writes her Harry Potter books, she will go in a hotel, and block off all the distractions and write her books. And she will not come out until after she's written the book. And I said, wow, like this is my opportunity. I'm a, I'm a busy, you know, entrepreneur running my business. I'm a busy dad, busy husband. And I'm like, this is my one opportunity I think that God's given me to have 10 days of complete silence and... You know, I I, I use those ten days to write a good portion of the book, and wow, uh, that's w- yeah. well time, well spent,
2: <laughs> time well spent. Co- a, a covid,
0: uh, you know, it was th- I did not have bad covid or anything like that, so it was very like you know minor symptoms, yeah. and uh, yeah, I really do think that was my opportunity to really hone in on this message that I've been thinking about for some time. Boy,
2: you took advantage of what would have been to some people a difficult thing, and yet here you go, you've got a book now that is about ready to come out. Speaking of that, when will the finished product beyond.
0: Yeah, great. So thanks for asking that, Mike. So if you go right now to reframingcareersuccess.com, you can learn more about the book, uh, the the goals for the book, uh, see some of the different testimonials from different uh, people who have uh, been so kind to endorse the book. Uh, The book will actually be coming out on Wednesday, October 26th. You Ah. can pick up a copy there through Amazon and other... Two weeks away. That's right.
2: Yeah, that's uh, great.
0: Been a really fun process.
2: This is really exciting and I love the concept of the book I really think that this is something, whether a person is applying this to their business or their life, the the same kind of principles. It's so good to zoom out, like you said, and take a look and let God fill in the big picture.
0: I mean, I've been pleasantly uh, humbled by some of the positive responses I've been receiving to giving out the advanced review copy. And... No, I I will say that even I I gave this book to some family members who don't adhere to the Christian faith. And I think they read this book because they feel obliged because I'm a family member. And, you know, they really actually resonated with the content. Uh, You can think of like some other people who don't profess Christianity. They also have read this book and it's helped them think differently about what career success entails. You know, I, I have a chapter in this. I have a section in this book that basically says, you will be forgotten, right? So we talk about legacy and what it, what is your legacy going to be? What are you going to leave behind? And, you know, one of the things I say is every, everything that you've done, everything that you've accomplished will one day be forgotten. So, you know, it's really important. It's a humbling thought, isn't <laughs> it? It is. It, it is. Like, you know, we want to think like, oh, you know, our kids, our grandkids, our great-grandkids. Yeah. Like, I don't know my great-great-grandparents. I, I don't know if you do, but I mean, <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> uh, you know, I go through this little exercise. Like, who was the richest person 150 years ago? You, you know, so guy it was a guy named Cornelius Vanderbilt who happened to find who, uh, be the founder of Vanderbilt University. But most people don't go around thinking about Cornelius Vanderbilt. He was the richest person in the United States 150 years ago. So if we don't know who like the top celebrities are, the top stars are, what makes us think that we're going to have this grandiose legacy that's going to, you know, inspire future generations? That's actually good news, right? Because, you know what, we take the onus off of ourselves and we can think about what can we do that has more a, a greater kingdom impact, you know, both here on that's Earth right. and then also thinking about that's eternity. Right. And so, uh, you know, I'm really passionate about this message because I think it gets lost with all the kind of career buzzwords and jargon and... Um, and again, also this idea of like some of uh, you know the prosperity gospel teachings that um, don't align to what I'm talking about. Here that is book.
2: exactly right. The book is called Reframing Career Success. Kevin and Selmo, thank you for dropping
0: by. Mike, I really appreciate it, and we uh, would love to connect with any of your listeners.
2: All right. I hope you can check that out. Give us that website one more time. Yeah,
0: reframingcareersuccess.com. My email's on the website. I welcome you to reach out to me via email. Love to be in contact and share with you the story of reframing career success. Kevin and Selmo, Some of the
2: people dropping by, uh, stop by the shepherd table, as just happened with me right now. I have Janet Perez-Eccles from JC Empowerment. And it's great to have you here, Janet. Tell me a little bit about yourself.
5: Thank you. Well, what happened with me is something miraculous. I lost my sight 30 years ago, so I'm completely blind physically, but God gave me spiritual eyes for me to be able to minister to people and help them see through the eyes of their heart. Wow. What the beauty of their life. Yes.
2: That's wonderful. Now, what was the cause? Do you, it, you know the
5: cause? Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. It's a disease of the retina. My dad inherited, so I inherited gene from him, and I lost my sight when I was 30.
2: Wow. Well, I, I'm sorry for that, but it looks like you've, uh, you've made the best of a, a difficult situation.
5: <laughs> Actually, you know what God did? He... He gave me, he performed a miracle in my life because all I wanted is to be able to see again. But then he said, I have something better for you. And he did. And that's how the ministry was born. And I travel across the country and other countries to show people that really seeing God through your heart is where it's at. That's where joy comes from. That's where peace comes from.
2: That's right. That is for sure. And you're right when you say, not everybody that can see can really see these this area, and so there's a lot of blindness out there.
5: There is, and you know, the worst thing is being spiritually blind, because you can't see the meaning of life, really, the grace that God has to pour upon you. But when you have the, don't have the physical distractions, as in my case, um, I can see a more beautiful life, and of course, in my story, and I've written, um, my fifth book is about to come out, Wow! and blindness was not the worst tragedy in my life I also lost a son he was murdered and through that God I'm told so me sorry. To, uh, yeah thank you but God turned that around as well because two years prior he gave his life to the Lord so that's another episode that God showed me and is using to to encourage people to inspire them and, and empower them to live a triumphant life through Christ Jesus so yeah tragedy happens but so does God with his love and his amazing grace.
2: I love the inspiring wisdom and confidence that's coming from you on that. And I do thank you. You know, you you have uh, experienced in your life what I've heard that happens when one loses one sense All of the other senses kind of kick up and and uh, it sounds like your your heart is right there
5: that's right you know you know the sense that has developed more in me is my sense of humor so when, (laughs) when when i walk when i travel across the country and other countries and i speak to christian groups and corporate events I like to make them laugh because people are just too gloomy these days. So yeah, sense of humor is what got developed in me as uh, well. I,
2: that is great, yeah. and I can tell that, and it comes through. Thank, Thank you, you, you so much. Thank uh, you, Janet Perez Eccles. How can people get in touch with you?
5: Oh, it's super easy. Just go to inspirationforyou. Inspiration
2: all words, for you. Yeah,
5: all words spelled out: F O R Y O U S. inspirationforyou.com. dot com. And they'll get a free gift and sign up for my newsletter, my free inspirational newsletter, so I can continue to inspire them.
2: All right. Nice to talk with you, Janet. Thank you. And we thank you for joining us for all those interviews down at the Business Expo. Had a great time with the U.S. Christian Chamber. On tomorrow's program from the Family Research Council, it's going to be David Klaassen. Join me then. See you next time right here on Afternoons with Mike.